0: good afternoon to everyone and welcome to my talk on the bystander effect. Now this term may sound new to some of us, however, I can almost guarantee that we all would have had experience with this phenomenon at some point in our lives. To provide some clarity, let's begin by defining what is meant by the term bystander effect. Numerous definitions exist, however, I've found that Popsey and Schroeder 2020 Offer an easy-to-understand definition that encapsulates the main aspects of the phenomena. The bystander effect is described as the occurrence where people intervene to help others in need, even if the others are complete strangers, an intervention may put the helper at risk. Researchers have attempted to propose explanations for this phenomenon. This includes the evolutionary perspective of the selfish gene, which influences persons to act in a manner that is aimed at preserving their gene pool, the cost-benefit analysis whereby persons evaluate the cost and benefits that are likely to arise from the given situation the empathy altruism theory which postulates that perspective taking and empathy play an integral part in motivating persons to behave altruistically the empathetic joy hypothesis which describes the help as high that people experience when they engage in helping behavior and the emotions and mood model which states that people feel compelled to act to alleviate negative emotions that they may feel, such as sadness. Now, my experience. Exposure to the content surrounding the bystander effect certainly elicited nostalgia on my part. But for some time, I couldn't remember a single instance where I witnessed this phenomenon. Well, unless YouTube and television comes. But having reminisced on my life experiences, the perfect example came to mind. It was quite some time ago. My family and I were on our way to church. On exiting our street, we noticed a young man, possibly in his 20s, passed out on the roadside. My father slowed the vehicle to get a better look at the situation. As other persons drove by, doing nothing more than sticking their heads out the window and as they continued on their way. Upon getting a closer look, my father realized that the young man was a member of our community and needed to do something to assist. So he dropped us off at our church and went back to the guy, loaded him into the car and gave him a ride to his house. Even at that age, my siblings and I couldn't help but wonder how so many drivers and passengers couldn't be bothered enough to stop for just a second to make sure this man was okay. Maybe they thought that being passed out on the street is just a normal part of being drunk. But was their unconcern natural? Well, back then, I didn't think so. They must have lacked hearts or something. My opinion now, however, is a little more informed. Perhaps this scenario was evidence of diffuse responsibility, which is the reduced inclination to help someone in need due to others being present who could have also provided assistance, according to Popsil and Schroeder 2020. From the perspective of the negative state relief hypothesis as described by Batson and Powell 2003, it could be suggested that individuals simply felt no remorse at the sight of the young man, possibly due to him being a known alcoholic. As such, they were not inclined to help him since they felt no negative emotions that they would have needed to subside. The cost-benefit analysis can also be applicable in this situation. According to Penner, Dovidio, Pillivan, and Schroeder, 2005, persons assess the situation and determine what would bring them the best personal outcome. Since there was nothing to gain from assisting him, such as acknowledgement, praise, or reward, but risks such as drunken retaliation were possible, the costs outweighed the benefits, resulting in a lack of intervention. Pluralistic ignorance as explained by Popsolo and Schroeder 2020, can also be a contributing factor, as the lack of actions from some passers-by may have suggested that the situation just didn't warrant a response. On the converse, just as various factors contributed to the lack of response by passers-by, my father's compulsion to assist could also be explained. Bartlett and Steno, 2006 suggest that positive emotional states, such as gratitude, could prompt post-social behavior. Being the practicing Christian that he was, gratitude represented a key part of my father's beliefs. As such, his need to give back may have been fueled by this. His drive to assist could have also been influenced by his empathetic nature, as he also would have had similar experiences in his younger days. Thus, his actions were motivated by the emotional response he experienced that was congruent with the welfare of the young man, as described by Wiener and in 2012. Although this experience was an informative one, and although it has been years since its occurrence, I can now look back on it with fresh eyes. This has taught me that persons don't simply decide whether to help or not but rather undergo various processes that weigh the cost of such actions, among other factors. I've also learned to engage in self-introspection to determine the motives of my own helping behaviours. I hope that this experience has been as enlightening for my listeners as it has been for me, and we can all use the information gained to promote pro-social behaviour in ourselves and in others. Thank you for listening.